Hey guys, Connor from the Ticket Stub, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Extension Hour. My name is Rachel Cooper and I'm the 4-H Program Assistant here in Montgomery County and we have a very exciting show for you today. I have several guests, all different all different ages, all different activities and we're going to talk a little bit about the 4-H Program, um, a couple of events coming up and a couple of accomplishments some of our awesome 4-Hers have done. So for this first segment I have a couple of 4-Hers here with me. Ladies, can you all introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Ellie Bailey. I'm Caitlin Little. I'm Shanae Sullivan. All righty. So one of the things that y'all are very heavy in is food challenge. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But Caitlin, can you tell me some of the things you do in 4-H? Um, well, I've entered baking before. I didn't get any high scores on that. But I've done, um, I'm working currently on a horticulture project, which is like a craft that's like has to do with all natural plants and stuff. Very exciting. And Ellie, what about you? Um, I've done handicrafts and candy. Actually, last year I placed in both of them and I made it to the auction in the fair. So that was really fun. And that's the Montgomery County Fair. And that's yes. something we're going to talk about here a little bit later on, too. Now, Ailish, is this your first year in 4-H? Uh, no, this is my second year. It's your second year in 4-H? Okay, what are some of the things you do in 4-H? Um, I do baking and food challenge. Baking and food challenge and food challenge is what we're going to talk about. I'm so excited. So Ellie, can you tell me what the food challenge is? Um, the food challenge is a contest that breakers can do. And it's kind of like a, you get a bunch of ingredients and you don't know what they are. And you have normally about 45 minutes to prepare them and you make a presentation about the nutrition and how you made it and... Very good. And you do this as a team, right, Caitlin? Yes, we do. Okay. Ailish, how many people were on your team? Uh, there are five people on our team. Five. So you can have three to five, right, girls? Yep. Okay. So y'all have a full team. And you two have competed in food challenges for the last couple of years, right? Yes, yes. we have. Okay. Very good. And Ailish, this is your first year to do food challenge, right? Yes. Okay. And how many competitions have y'all done this year? We have only done one food challenge. One food challenge this year, and that was at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Yes, it was at the Rodeo. Very cool, very cool. Can you tell me what you got, like the ingredients you got at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Do you remember them? Um, for the first round, we got a few vegetables. We got, I think we got cucumbers, and then we got pineapple. And um, I, for, I know from the pantry, we got some bell peppers and stuff to add to it. So we made kind of like a stir fry with fruit on the side. Stir fry sounds so good right now. My stomach is growling. So you said the first round. That means y'all did pretty good because I think the second round you have to place first to go on to the second round, right? Yes. Right? So did y'all have fun doing it? Yes. Yes. yes good deal. I'm excited. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Food Challenge later. And we're also going to talk about Montgomery County Fair, but that is actually coming up very soon. Do y'all have things that y'all are entering in the county fair? Yes. Yes. Do you, what are y'all entering? Um, I'm entering two photographs, um, a candy and a handicraft. Okay. And what about you? Um, I am entering my horticulture pro project that I mentioned earlier. Okay. Yeah. Ailish, what about you? I'm not entering anything. Okay. Very good. So, 
I called you Alish, and that's your sister's name. You're Shanae. <laughs> Sorry about that. So um, we are going to talk a little bit about that. But another thing we're talking about is big time in D9, which is for 4-H, our district contest. It is what you can participate in on the district level. There's about 18 counties in District 9. So that's a lot of different counties participating. Are you, y'all, that's where y'all will be doing your next food challenge, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So we're doing it. Are y'all doing any other activities? Um, no, not other than the district and the fair. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So can you tell me one of the favorite things that you have learned or done or a cool experience that you've had in the Food and Nutrition Project doing Food Challenge? Um, one of my favorite times was when we won the first time um, a few years ago when we got first place in the first round. That was really exciting because we didn't expect it at all. Was that when you did that? Was that your first time? That was the first time we did it at the rodeo. Okay, very cool. Very cool. What about you? What's been one of your favorite experiences? Um, I don't know. I just love to see when we win and just the excitement of <laughs> so winning is a award. pretty cool experience, <laughs> yeah. right? What about you? Um, I think I would have a same answer as Caitlin. Same answer as Caitlin winning. So a little while back, we had a food and nutrition workshop here in Montgomery County. And I know a couple of you were able to make it. What were some of the things that you took from that? Like, did you learn anything there? Um, I knew I learned how to steam broccoli and cook chicken. Okay, so we're learning. You're learning things that you're going to do for a really long time, right? Because you're going to you're going to have to feed yourself one day, right? Okay. So we are going to take a break, and I'm going to have a couple of your other team members here in a little bit come and talk a little bit more in detail about what y'all did and how y'all plan to go in the future. So if um, y'all will hang out, we might uh, get to visit a little bit more later, okay? Okay. All right, thanks for being on. Do you wanna know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up with Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping Up with Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up with Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. Welcome back to the Extension Hour. My name is Rachel Cooper, and I'm the 4-H Program Assistant here in Montgomery County. And we just had a few of our Food Challenge team members in the last segment, but we have two new ones here with us. Y'all are all part of the same team. And go ahead and introduce yourself to us. My name is Kaylin Sullivan. I'm Bethany Nunabell. Okay, very good. Uh, Kaylin, what grade are you in? I'm in seventh grade. And Bethany, you? Fifth. Fifth, Okay. Very good. So y'all also competed in the food challenge. But before we get to that, can y'all tell me what you do in 4-H? What projects you do, if they're a little bit different or what you enjoy doing? Um, I do the photography competitions. Okay. What about? Uh, I do the baking. And last year I did a food show that was um, in the grain. Grain? What did you make? I made oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal cookies. And I won second place. So for our listeners, what the food show is, it's a little bit different than our food challenge because food challenge, you show up and you're given random ingredients. But food show, you're able to prepare that recipe before you get there and then you get to go and present it and tell the judges all kinds of things like why it's healthy for you, what you, how you made it, all of those good things. 
but you also get to share some more information about your project. So we're going to get a little bit more into food challenge. So our, your last teammates told us that you made it to the final round at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo because you won first in the first round. So can do you remember what you made in the final round? In the final round, we made uh, pizza roll-ups. Pizza roll-ups. Do you remember, like, if you were given any ingredients that you were found challenging or something that maybe was new to you? Um, not that I can remember because, like, it's, like— it's in like a fuzzy haze in my mind <laughs> because it was like so tense and like everyone was like giggling nervously and stuff. <laughs> giggling nervously. But it was an exciting time, right? Yes. Because I know I was standing screaming when I heard that y'all got first to go to the final round. Now tell me, you went to the final round. How did you place in the final round? In the final round, we placed in second. That is awesome. So... For those, for our listeners, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is open to the whole state of Texas and some more. So when we, 4-H and 4-H clubs and FFA um, chapters are allowed to compete in this food challenge, how many teams do you think were there if you had to guess? Oh, there were a lot. I'd say probably over 50. There were definitely over 50. Okay. There were a lot. And so you got second out of all of those teams. That is awesome. So uh, what was one of the things that maybe you enjoyed the most about being at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Well, there was a lot of people and the, um, the actual food challenge was like, it's so exciting because you like, you know that you're going to like, you're going to do it. And like, you're going <laughs> to like, you always like have trust in yourself that you're going to win. And like, I feel sorry for those people that didn't, but <laughs> I'm really glad that we did. Win. I'm really glad that you did too. And the food challenge itself is kind of exciting because you get there and you have no idea what you're going to make that day because you don't even know the ingredients, right? Yes. Yes. So coming up, we have our big time in D9, our district 4-H roundup. Is the same team that competed at Houston going to compete at big time in D9? Yes. Yes. Uh, our whole team is going to go and we're okay. going to compete. Are y'all participating in anything else at roundup? I'm doing baking. You're doing the food show again? No, the baking. I'm oh, you're doing baking for yes. a county fair. So, so like yeah. some of our last listeners, okay? What are our last guest? Sorry. Are you doing other things at the fair as well? Yes, I'm going to be doing photography competitions. Okay, very cool. Why do you like photography? Um, I think it just sort of brings out a more creative side of me. And I like, we have our dogs. They are really adorable dogs. So... <laughs> And they're like photogenic. So. I feel like all dogs are probably adorable. Yeah. I have a thing for dogs. They're probably my favorite animal, if we're just being honest. Right. So being in 4-H, how many years have each of you been in 4-H? I've been in only two. Only two yeah. years? What about you, Kaylin? Um, I've been in 4-H for about three years. Three years? What can you say 4-H has taught you so far? Well, I think 4-H has taught me a lot about responsibility um, I'm an officer in our club. I'm the second vice president. So some people might find it a really stressful job, but I like it because it's an opportunity to grow and be more responsible and take on challenges. Absolutely. So what are your res job responsibilities as that officer position? Like, what do you do at your club meetings? I am in charge of making sure we have a speaker for the meetings and Generally, like, all the detail work in the back, like, emailing people, making sure we have confirmations, getting out snack sheet sign-ups, and 
uh, bringing in all the information, getting the folders out, bringing in craft supplies, things like that. Very cool. So for our listeners that don't know, in 4-H, especially here in Montgomery County, we have about 20 different clubs spread throughout the county. If you want more information on how to join those clubs, you can call the 4-H office at 936-539-7823, extension 3. And what happens is those clubs meet once a month in the same place at the same time once a month to kind of discuss what's going on around their community. Montgomery County is a huge county, so we stretch pretty far and wide. And they get the chance to mingle with other club members, kind of get to know each other and make new friends. I'm sure you've made friends since you've joined 4-H. Yes. Yeah. Is that how y'all met or did you meet outside of 4-H? Well, we sort of knew each other, but we didn't like, like, like we weren't really friends. Until we just, we, you we became were, closer yes. friends once you joined 4-H. Yeah. So that it's just a great networking opportunity as far as meeting new people and getting to hang out, but you also have similar interests and that's a really cool thing too. So you can meet, join one of these clubs and you can participate in all kinds of projects. So far, all we've talked about is food challenge. Here in a little bit, we're going to have some of our robotics 4-H members come on and tell us a little bit about that project. But there, I always say, if there is something you enjoy doing, there's probably a project in 4-H for you because we stretch from livestock, which a lot of people relate to 4-H, but you don't have to own livestock as we've seen here to participate. A lot of you don't do that, but you do the food and nutrition project. You have clothing and textiles. You have shooting sports, which is archery, BB, rifle, those kinds of things. And 4-H is just a great opportunity for our young people to, like you said, become responsible leaders, but also to have fun and make some cool experiences. So um, we're going to go ahead and take another break. And when we return, we're going to have our robotics team from Magnolia come in and visit us with a visit with us a little bit about that project. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back to the Extension Hour. My name is Rachel Cooper, and I'm the 4-H Program Assistant here in Montgomery County. And we just had a little bit of switch, and I have three new guests with me, and they are participating in our robotics project along with some other things. But let's go around and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Colton Meister. I'm in fifth grade, and I do flag bear for my club. Okay. Uh, my name is Cameron Holman. 
I'm in eighth grade, and I also do flag bearer for Magnolia 4-H. My name is Ainsley Ross. I am sergeant at arms in my club, and I'm in seventh grade. Very cool. Very cool. Welcome. I'm glad y'all are able to make it today. So we are definitely going to get to robotics and talk about robotics. But first, I mentioned in the last segment that there's a lot of different projects that you can do in 4-H. So Ainsley, I want to start with you. Can you tell me the different projects that you participate in? I participate in livestock judging, vet science, public speaking, robotics, and I show sheep. Very good. So for our listeners, public speaking, can you tell me a little bit about what you do for that? For public speaking, we we have we make up or we research about a project something we're interested in and then we go in front of judges and with different contests and we tell them we have a speech already made and we perform it we give it to them very good very good judged on it. what about you cameron oh uh, well i do livestock judging okay i show hogs okay so you mentioned live both of you mentioned livestock judging can you tell me a little bit about livestock judging well so you go to the contest and there's you have you get four animals and you evaluate them from like the best to the worst and they get your place and you get points for that right (laughs) and there's several different classes of animals correct so you may have swine but sheep goats steers heifers those kinds of things right Mm -hmm. there's all different classes all right colton what about you what other projects do you participate in uh i do robotics like we're talking about right now um (laughs) I'm thinking about doing, uh, showing rabbits. Okay. And um, doing a robotics next year too. Very good. So the robotics project, this is a project I hold near and dear to my heart. It's one of my favorites. I love all of 4-H projects, but robotics is definitely one of my favorites. How many years have y'all been doing robotics? I think you've been doing it too, right, Ainsley? This is my second year, but first year as a team with them. Okay, what about y'all? Is it first, second? Uh, this is my second year. This is my first year doing First, robotics. so first and second year. So here in Montgomery County, we've actually only had the project for about three. So y'all are kind of our veteran robotics <laughs> members. So can you kind of tell me a little bit about what you do in the project, Colton? Uh, I feel like I, like in robotics, so what kind of kit do you use? We use a, uh, Lego EV3 kit. Okay, the Lego Mindstorm EV3 kit. And then Cameron, what do you do with that? Well, you build your robot with Lego pieces. And when you get to the contest, well, they give you a board before. Uh Uh-huh. And then you can practice. But when you get to the contest, you, you use your robot, you program it through the there's a app that you download on the computer or you can get it on your phone and you program your robot to do certain challenges and then when you get to the competition they give you two mystery challenges that you have to program when you get there and you have like an hour to program for it very cool very cool so that's kind of touching a little bit on the houston robotics do you have anything to add to either one of those or does that kind of cover it? That really covers okay. it. So y'all just competed at the Houston Livestock Show in Rodeo. And you were given a, about a month in advance a picture of a mat. And you were told that you were going to have to do eight different things. They gave you six of those things. But two of them you found out when you got there, right? 
And once you got there, your robot was already built and you had an hour and a half and you had to program it or finish programming it to complete those things, right? What were some of the things you had to do, Cameron? Well, one of them was you had a, like a scoop or it didn't have to be a scoop, but you get like a tablespoon or teaspoon of dirt and bring it to a, like a little cup, two ounce cup. So there was dirt placed on the mat and you had to program your robot to move that dirt from one place to another. What were some other things, Ainsley? Um, another one was there was two bottle caps with a chicken coop and we had to move an egg from, from one chicken coop or from one bottle cap to the other bottle cap. Okay. Do you remember any other, Colton? Uh, yes. One of them is we had to take 10 grapes and uh, push them over to a certain area that they needed to go in. Okay. So for our listeners, just to kind of give them a visual, your robot is plastic and you built this out of Lego pieces. And then you had to get on the computer and make it move these real life things. Obviously not to scale because a bottle cap is not the size of a chicken coop, but (laughs) to an extent, and you had to move these real life things. So you moved an egg, you moved grapes, you moved dirt, like all of these things were real. How do you think that that is relevant to our everyday lives? Can anyone answer that? Uh, I believe that we could use that in the future or maybe even today by helping farming industries and many other things. Absolutely. That is the exact answer. So technology is continuing to advance and our farmers are using it for harvesting their crops, harvesting their different things. So that's exactly what it's for. And robotics is kind of preparing us for that. Now we do have a robotics competition coming up, big time in D9. And that one's going to be a little bit different from Houston. Ainsley, did you participate in that last year? Uh, Yes, ma'am, I did. And I've heard that this year they're like, we are not allowed to prepare anything at all when we come. Absolutely. It is all new to us and we have to build our robot and program all new programs. So it is what's called a blind competition. So you're going to show up to this competition with your Lego Mindstorm EV3 kit, nothing built, nothing programmed. In Houston, you were given stuff a month in advance. Now you're not going to be given anything. And they're going to give you some more time. They're going to give you about three hours. And that day, they're going to show you the mat, tell you what you need to do, and you're going to have three hours to build and program. Are y'all excited for that? Yes. Yes, ma'am. You think you can do it? Yes, ma'am. I think you can too, because remind me how you did at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. We got third place overall. Third place overall. Again, Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is huge. And that is a major accomplishment. I bet y'all were pretty excited about that. I know I was jumping around and screaming, so I was excited about it. So another competition that we have coming up, and it's not really competition. It's more of a practice style. We're going to have one of those here in Montgomery County, here at the the Montgomery County Extension Office. And we're going to let y'all come and kind of just get some practice for big time in D9. But that's going to be mock style contest. How do you practice at home? At uh, home, we meet at a meeting place, Mm -hmm. and we have a mat, and we have our robot pre-built, and we have a computer, and so we do all the programming, and we have the mat laid out so we can do all the measurements and everything. And then we have a team also, or a part of our team, also building a bunch of uh, stuff we need for the robot for different Um, challenges. 
so each member has a responsibility on the team, right? So Colton, what's your responsibility on the team? Uh, my responsibility is I would usually help build special parts and help program and get fruits that we needed for the competition to practice. Okay, Cameron, what about you? What's your responsibility? Um, I was part of the software team and I help program. I program the the movements that the robot has to do to complete challenges. And Ainsley, what's your responsibility? I was part of the software team also. So I was helping him with all the, where the robot needs to go. So for this upcoming competition that y'all are practicing for, how are you practicing since you don't know what you're going to need? Are you just doing random things to see if you can make it move? Or like, how are y'all practicing? Do you know... Uh, do y'all really know yet? Because that's kind of it's kind of hard to practice for something that you don't know that's coming that yeah. what it's going to be, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, what are some things? So, y'all program, you program it to go forward, to go backwards, turn, but you can also program your robot and build on your robot to add arms, right, or extensions to your robot, maybe like maybe not arms, claws, scoops, whatever you may need. So. One of the things at Houston that you had to do was move an egg, and it was a real egg. So was there a special claw that you used for that so that the egg didn't crack? Uh, yes, ma'am. It was sort of a four-handed claw with rubber uh, wheels on the bottom for traction. And what it would do is we would go over the egg, it, we would put it down, and then it would close in on the egg to pick it up. Then we would drive to the other bottle cap and drop it on there. Very cool. Very cool. So we've talked a lot about robotics. What is your favorite part of the robotics project? Colton, let's start with you. I just feel like it's a great team bonding. Uh, you get to meet a lot of new people. You get to just prepare yourself for the future and whatever you may need. And just honestly, it's a big social interaction and just great learning process that a lot of people maybe would need later on in life. Okay, Cameron, what about you? Kind of like the same. I really like the experience. You you get to like be with your friends and you you y'all are doing the same like challenge. Y'all are getting more of a bond together and, and it's teamwork. A, teamwork and it's just like a great experience when you feel that feeling like oh we did so good and like. And Ainsley, what about you? I love all the teamwork, working with new people that mm -hmm. maybe you haven't met before or working with friends, you know, and all the like new challenges that you get to see at all the different contests. Very good. Very good. So I have to ask just because I know I have played with the Lego Mindstorm EV3 kits and programming, and I have tried to see all of the different things I can do. What is the coolest thing you've ever made your robot do? Can you think of something off the top of your head? Well, I know one thing that we can do is um, there's a accessory that you can put on your robot to where it will follow a different color. And if it sees a different color, it'll turn a certain direction that you program it to do. So there's a color sensor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you all have any other things that are pretty cool that you've made your robot do? Uh, I know we're on a radio station. But like we did... <laughs> We did sort of put maybe 100 rotations on it once to where it would just spin out. It was really fun. So for our listeners, what that means is how many times your wheels will, like one rotation is your wheel to making a complete circle. And so that's a, that probably went for a really long time. 
if I had to guess, either in a straight line or a bunch of circles, however you had it programmed. What about you, Cameron? Anything stick out that was pretty cool that you've made your robot do before? It Well, like, whenever it wasn't, like, cool, but, like, whenever we had, like, one of our first practices, when we first got our robot to do, like, our first challenge, we were all so excited. It was really cool. That's awesome. That is really cool. So thank y'all for coming and talking with me today. I had a blast. I am so excited and so proud of y'all for doing so well at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And I wish you the best of luck coming in your upcoming competitions. And hopefully we can have you back on after. We will be right back after this break. Thank you. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back to the Extension Hour. My name is Rachel Cooper and I'm the 4-H program assistant here in Montgomery County. And we have another special guest with us, Miss Sandy. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Um, hello, my name is Sandy Edwards. Um, I'm a 4-H parent from way back when and just uh, love the program and I'm just a volunteer. Little back history on me and Miss Sandy's relationship. Her son, Michael Edwards, when I joined 4-H was actually on the district council and he's actually the person that taught me how to dance because 4-H is all about <laughs> dances. But he yes. also is the person that encouraged me to run for district council. And he was the chairman the very first year that I was elected onto oh, the District 9 council. So we kind of have... I know you had history. Yeah, we, we kind of <laughs> have a little bit of history. So I actually have known the Edwards family for a long time. And I'm really glad that you were able to come today. So one of the next things we're going to talk about that's coming up, and it's a big event that gets to happen here is the Montgomery County Fair. Um, can you tell me the dates of the Montgomery County Fair? Uh, this year, the fair starts, uh, it always starts on our Friday uh, afternoon, and that will be April 13th, and it runs through the next weekend, which is the 22nd. Okay. So actually that Friday, um, or uh, the Saturday, this first coming up weekend, a lot of our past guests that we just had on are entering a lot of things in the Montgomery County Fair that are our non-livestock, which was our photography, our baked goods, those kinds of things. So some of those things they mentioned, but there are tons of other things that you can do at the fair. There's obviously the livestock portion that you can do. Um, but besides what our 4-H and FFA members can do, what are some events that are going on at the Montgomery County Fair that the public could participate in? Oh, gosh, the fair is really, it's really, for, for our community, it is a big fair. And uh, on that Friday and Saturday, uh, you can come and enjoy the rodeo. Um, they now have singers that come in the evening. Um, I believe it's on Saturday. They have the, um, uh, they crown our queen of the fair, which that is a process that is really extensive. And these young ladies, um, are very poised. They have 
speaking opportunities, and then we find out who our queen is that evening. Um, we have calf scrambles that go on both Friday and Saturday nights or afternoon, and uh, they will be showing the kids who have had those projects, show them throughout the weekend um, there at the fair. We have beef projects. We have poultry. Um, it's huge. And the public can come and watch that. Absolutely. You don't have to be participating in that to be there. The public Correct. can come and watch it if they want. And through the week, it's free. You that can awesome. come to the fair and you can stay as long as you want and it's free. I think the rides open at four in the afternoon, mm -hmm. but there is something going on every day. Very cool. So um, you mentioned Fair Queen and I just wanted to kind of touch again. We meant, I mentioned earlier how diverse 4-H can be. And we have several 4-H members that are, are Fair Queen candidates. Um, and you also mentioned the calf scramble. That's always a fun event. It's I have always called it like exciting, but chaotic at the same time, because <laughs> it sure is. I mean, on a normal day, you don't see kids chasing after calves. So, but the exciting part about that is they get to catch that calf and then the next year bring an animal back to show. And that's always something I've always thought that teaches like responsibility. It teaches them how um, our livestock industry works. And they also are kind of networking because they are, staying in communication with those sponsors. Um, each calf that is caught has a sponsor and they're able to kind of stay in touch with those people and let them know how they're progressing with their calf along the way. And, and they really, it's public speaking because they are there not only with their animal, but they are there to talk to the public about the beef industry. Absolutely. Which uh, is really important in this day and age. Oh, Absolutely. Um, so another thing that happens at the Montgomery County Fair is Kids Day. Can you tell me a little bit about Kids Day? Oh my gosh, this is huge. And this is strictly fun. Um, this is for any school in our area, even outside of Montgomery County. We have schools that come in and it's on Monday and Tuesday of the fair week, which is um, the 16th and 17th. I, I think, think so. Yes, okay. ma'am. Um, and it starts about nine o'clock each day and goes till around two or two thirty. And this is where the public school kids are welcome to come. They uh, they bus them in. Uh, we have huge groups that come in. Absolutely. But again, it's a free uh, field trip for these kids. And a lot of times, these youngsters have never witnessed farm animals. So there's a lot to see on those two days. Um, the 4-H Extension goes out of their way to have teaching opportunities for these children. So they'll not only get to see um, baby chickens hatching or see baby lambs with the calves. Um, it's just a real educational experience for them. Our, um, our first responders come out. They volunteer their That's time. That's always so, so much the, fun. The kids can actually go through an ambulance, go see what a police car is like, uh, there's the conservation group that comes out and teaches kids about our groundwater. So it's not just fluff, And they have a pretty education. fun activity. They They're do. usually they do. So the 4-H office and the uh, junior master gardeners um, actually have a tent on Kids Day as well. And that Lone Star groundwater group is usually right next to us. And their event is pretty cool. One of the things I enjoy about Kids Day, um, like I said, we have a tent. And there is the livestock portion of agriculture, 
But there's also the horticulture portion of agriculture, which is our gardening, those kinds Mm -hmm. of things. And we have a great group of um, junior master gardeners that come and we just kind of give kids the opportunity to see all aspects of agriculture. They get to see the livestock, but when they come through our tent, they kind of get to see a little bit of how plants work with our diets. And then we have a really fun um, chef plate. Oh, the nutritionist. Yes, chef plate comes and she kind of teaches us how we go from farm gate to dinner plate or how we get for, go from our fruits and vegetables that are growing as plants and how we are able to incorporate them into our recipes and our meals to live a healthy life. And Chef Plate is so much fun. Um, our, one of our other hosts, Miss Amy Ressler, our FCH agent um, here in Montgomery County, is someone that puts that on and it is just so much fun. It's very interactive with the kids, but it's also kind of goofy but it's a great lesson for them as well. But they learn. They it's, do. It's they do. And she's kind of become a little famous around Montgomery County. I noticed the other day she was giving out signatures. So <laughs> I, I, I might have to get one of those. But I really enjoy Kids Day. Um, you mentioned some. So the carnival. The carnival is set up from the whole entire time of the county fair. Um, I think it. Yeah, it's here. I'm, I'm, I bet it's already set up. <laughs> So, uh, yes. Okay. And there's also, um, if I'm not mistaken, there's an exhibit hall that where um, different organizations are able to put up the information about what their organizations can offer, correct? Right. Right. Okay. So, um, do you have anything else to share with us about the county fair? I mean, I know it's a huge event and I encourage everyone to go. I know it can be lots of fun. All I know is... Um it's a very safe environment for your children and for your families to come to. It is geared, especially on those kids' day days, that Monday and Tuesday, it is geared for preschoolers through fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, um, the fair committee has kept a lot of these uh, fun activities open specifically for these children to come through. Um, it's, it's just a good relaxing time. And throughout the week, it's, it's just fun to see what these kids can do with their projects. Very cool. Very cool. So um, we're actually going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back and talk about some other things that are coming up in the future. Um, the fair is a big one coming up. I encourage everyone to go. It's a great activity for um, the citizens of Montgomery County. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back to the Extension Hour. My name is Rachel Cooper, and I'm the 4-H Program Assistant here in Montgomery County. And we've had a lot going on today. So we at first had our Food Challenge team on, um, and that they participate in Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. We had our robotics team talking about their projects coming up, I mean, their contest coming up. We had Miss Sandy come and talk to us about the Montgomery County Fair, which is a huge event that I encourage everyone to visit if they if they can, for sure. 
Um, but I kind of wanted to touch on a few other things going on. One of the big things going on this month in the city of Conroe, downtown Conroe, is the Conroe's Kids Fest. That's on Saturday, April 28th. Like I said, in downtown Conroe from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, this is a free admission um, and free activity um, event, and it is tons of fun. The 4-H office will actually have the Discovery Village, which is kind of science-based themes. Um, and we are going to have so many cool things that you'll be able to pass through. There's several different villages that you can go through. I know that there's a historical village. They have tons of shows that play on the stage, but they will block off the streets and they will have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people come in and be able to kind of experience the different things. And it's a fun family free event to find out more about that. Um, be sure to download the event app. You can search event Moby. That's E V E N T M O B I in the app store. And you can enter code kids fest 2018 as one word. And that's actually spelled K I D Z F E S T 2018. You can also visit the city of Conroe.org or call 936-522-3900. Like I said, that's a huge event that happens here in the city of Conroe. And it's just a lot of fun. There's tons of things that you can experience that you can see, and it is all free. Another thing we have coming up, some of our 4-H members talked about it just a little bit ago, is big time in D9. That's our district competition. So we are part of District 9. There's about 18 counties in District 9, and all of these counties come together. That'll be on May 4th and 5th at Lone Star College, which is located off of 242. And we will have a ton of contests going on. But if you're interested in 4-H, we do encourage you to come by because there's also some pretty fun activities that you can participate in and kind of see maybe what it's all about. Like I said earlier, if there is something you enjoy doing. There is probably a project for you in 4-H. We have food and nutrition, which we had our food challenge team talk about. We have clothing and textiles, which could be as simple as purchasing clothes. And that's something we all do, but it's bargain shopping. Um, there's also, you can also sew with clothing and textiles. There is our shooting sports, which is our archery rifle BB. We have our educational presentation and public speaking which is really just giving our young people the opportunity to be able to speak in front of large groups of people about things they're passionate about. We also have different judging contests that will happen. One is called consumer decision-making, and that's just something that everyone needs in their life. It's how to bargain shop and purchase things as from food to clothing to just about anything and making sure you're making the right decision. Um, financially wise. Um, there's going to be tons of projects, tons of things going on. That's a two day event, May 4th and May 5th. Um, it, like I said, it will be at the college. We're kind of spread out a little bit everywhere on the college. And we're so thankful to have that relationship with them to be able to locate there. But it's a super fun event. We're going to have tons of kids from right here in Montgomery County participating, but it, we will also have 4-H members from all over district nine. So if you are interested in the 4-H program or what the 4-H program has to offer, you are more than welcome to call the 4-H office at 936-539-7823, extension 3, or you're more than welcome to stop by our office. We'll be glad to give you any information that we can. Like I said, there's about 20 different clubs spread throughout Montgomery County, 
And each of those clubs is unique in their own way and can be really something that your child may be interested in or meet new friends or get involved in something with people that are interested in the same things as them. So I think that's going to be it for us today. Um, Like I said, if there's any questions, please reach out to us. Give us a call. We'd be happy to help you. And thank you for listening to the Extension Hour. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.